there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the ladies. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was Welcome the to the party, gentle listeners. Uh, what's this? What? what? That was so loud. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to start again? No, the listeners, I think it's good to let the listeners know what you're like outside of the, the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do I say at the start? Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. My name is Luke. I'm Salty. I'm Cam. We're, we're, so leaving, long. we're leaving that intro in? Yeah. Okay. It's been Again, so long I'd forgotten how it goes. It's getting towards the festive season. We're getting a bit loose. A little bit silly. They don't call it the silly season for nothing. Oh, I'm really regretting coming back. <laughs> Just thinking of the last couple of weeks without Robbo in my life. Now that's too harsh. 2019 is the year of being nasty friends. You appreciate, <laughs> if, out of all the people in my life that I know that appreciate a good silly season joke, Yeah. you're... Top five. All right. Don't pretend you didn't think that was a good joke. What are four other friends do you have? No, 2019 <laughs> is the year of being nice to your friends. And we're, we're nearly done. So no no, re- no no reason to spoil a great track record now. Uh, this is the Hypothetical Institute. It's a podcast about conspiracies. What conspiracies are we looking at today, Luke? Uh, we're going back. <laughs> I was going through our channel list. And because we don't pay for premium slack, our topics channel is um, slowly getting smaller. Well, yeah, we've like all the stuff that we didn't talk about has now gotten rid of, and so I don't know what we. So we, basically, the only thing that we hadn't talked about in the topic channel was one that I mentioned, and it just said cows. Now, what do you think you were thinking when you wrote cows down just by itself? It's a- <laughs> do you think that you'd seen something specific, or do you think maybe you were? Just throwing words out there just in just case. Just saying cows. Cows there have to be cow yeah. conspiracies. Um, I'd say it's the former. Were you just drunk and you were like, I can ca- cows. <laughs> Let me put that in there. I'll remember why that yeah. is tomorrow. <laughs> but in my defense, not having a, a, you know much to talk about or a, 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 what do you call that, an angle, we came up with lots of things about cows. That's right. Uh, so let's talk about cows and the conspiracy around them. All right. Here's my suspicion. <laughs> Surely, I was, when I went looking, I was like, there have to be cow aliens. Like, you know, we've got the lizard aliens. Mm. You've got, like, the little grey men, and you've got various mammalian aliens. You've got aliens that are not even carbon-based life forms. There have to be some bovine aliens out there, right, in someone's pantheon yeah. of, like, the Galactic Federation. Surely mm. someone who's been... Sent an alien, or is just cooked and thinks they've seen an alien. Yeah, has gone. It was a cow. Hmm. I was like, there has to be some of that, and you can't find anything about it because there's so much alien cow mutilation gear. Yeah, out there. And who would it benefit to cover up the fact that the the aliens are cows? Them. They're hmm. going out there and picking on their brethren. Just yeah. sacrificing a cow, yeah, which is a thing that you do famously every now and then, mm. just to throw throw us off the scent, so we can never find out the truth. It's a Walt Disney Frozen situation. Okay. Is it? Well, where Walt Disney Disney Corporation released the movie Frozen. Oh, of course, yes. To stop people talking about him being frozen, right. which was that didn't work. So they were like Frozen Two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have heard that one before. 
I don't know if we... You've heard we, it on this podcast. We've talked about it. Were we talking about Walt Disney being frozen so much that they had to put a stop to it? <laughs> no, I just think they just didn't want people to talk about it and focus on it. And he's not even frozen, right? Didn't they cremate him? I don't know. And then freeze the ashes? I don't know. Every time I Google it, all I get is bloody Elsa. There was a radio DJ in the morning the other morning talking about how he took his kids to see Frozen 2. Mm. And in Frozen 2, there's a bit where Elsa go, like goes bad. Goes off the rails, okay. a bit rebellious, and he kept banging on about how hot she was. Uh. She went off the rails, and I was like, "Oh, this could be a very problematic conversation." So I had to Google how old she is in the yeah. movie. She's twenty-one. Okay, it's fine. Then. It's fine. Yeah, all right, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> You're off the hook, Christian O'Connell. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> well, the age difference there is is a good forty years, probably. No, no, he's not 61, is he? No. Christian O'Connell? Yeah, no. no. He's a bloody young, hot radio talent from the UK, mate. Yeah. You know, I've noticed I've stopped pushing Christian O'Connell on billboards and things now. Are they? Yeah. He's 46. He won won that award. What award did he win? His show won like the best radio show in the country or something. Oh, jeez. That makes me wonder about how bad every other radio show is. Mm. I mean, you've heard of radio, right? It's not a good thing anymore. Uh, he's 46 I was way off okay. 20 25 years still pretty creepy uh, if you want to hear Alex Jones's metaphor for Frozen check out our social media page uh, Twitter twitter.com slash hypothepod yeah. uh, he has a very unique take on what Frozen is it's creepy <laughs> anyway uh, so that was my first thought about cows is that the cow aliens were being covered up by cow mutilations we do have some fresh cattle mutilation gear, though, because there has been a spate of cattle mutilation incidents in Oregon. Yeah, in we talked we talk about this on the show as well, in the news show. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we start with mutilation then? Because I've got a little bit of mutilation mm-hmm. gear. Let's do it. I didn't realise the first like livestock mutilation shit was so long ago. It's like 1600s or something. Yeah, so that was sheep. Sheep, yeah. I think the first modern one is a, a horse. Right. Um, I think it was in the 1960s. Well, I guess but wild then, animals have been... Eating things for a while now. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but the unexplained mutilation, no blood, organs removed. Mm. Uh, a lot of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was the 1970s where it all really kind of kicked off around the time of satanic panic and all those sorts of things. Um, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> so I actually did a bit of reading about this. Um, do you want to hear about it? Yeah. <clears throat> Let me just bring up my notes, eh? Uh, so there's a journalist uh, in the 70s called Dane Edwards. Um, and he's ba- he basically was the first to go out and have a look at them as a journalist and say, hey, these are all bit sus. Um, and then he reckons he started getting uh, chased by helicopters. Uh, his office was being broken into and stuff being stolen. Um, one time he went to one uh, with some police and they were unable to take a photo of the carcasses with a Polaroid camera. Why not? It just wouldn't let them. Camera wouldn't let them? No. Just every time they did it, it just didn't work. They pointed it at the cow and went, mm, 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 and the button wouldn't press, and they, they pointed they put- it away from the cow and went, or they pushing the button, and then nothing. Yeah, that one. Right. That one, they were shaking it, or just letting it. How, it was- how are they shaking it? Like a Polaroid picture. Yeah, but this would have been pre-outcast, so they would have been waiting, not knowing yeah. that that's what, how you're supposed to do it. Yeah. Even it, though I don't think you actually are. No, you're famously not. No. <laughs> the booty's immobile. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah, so they couldn't take a photo of them. Um, did they think, could we get another camera in? Uh, back then, though. How like, many dead cows were there? Uh, this was one particular cow. All right. But there was many spates over over years. Um, a lot of the cows were found in like a depression, not like a crop circle, but like a round area that was pushed into the ground. All oh, right, not just in a... A funk. Not, not in a headspace where <laughs> no. they can't receive bad news. No, certainly not. <laughs> um, apparently, like, they had all sorts of weird chemical imbalances. Um, some people even claimed there was... Electromagnetic magnetic fields around where they were found. I don't even know how you test for that. I'm sure you're able to. Mm-hmm. Uh, unexplained helicopters. He ended up going missing. Um, the forever. Yeah, he oh, just kind of disappeared one day. 
uh, and they found his car and <clears> he, I think he had, but he had lost his job over, um, I think it was. Over going on about the helicopter I think scooter? it was something, it sounded like they just kind of cut him loose. Yeah. Because um, really the mutilated cow beat <laughs> is, you know, for, for a, a, a reasonably small town, small paper, you need to cover other things. Yeah. You need to cover the flower show that's happening that week. Yeah. Uh, Judy's daughter's probably won a prize somewhere. Yeah. You've got to talk about that. Okay. You can't just be like these begonias were marked by a lack of dead cows. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that can't be every lead. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was kind of the that was the 70s version. That it did sort of carry carry on through various reports. And then it happened in the recent times uh, in Oregon. Yeah, hundreds or thousands? Mm, I think like six. Okay, <laughs> but like the six hundred, six thousand. But I think like six really expensive bullocks. Right, a bullock is quite expensive if you get a good one. Yeah, that's in the thousands. So you know, six could equal tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah, yeah. which I mean that could be tens of thousands of red or green frogs at the milk bar. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, insurance job maybe. <laughs> well. No, because it happened to different people, different farms. Um, and again, same case, no blood, surgically precise cuts, uh, certain organs removed. Uh, in their 70s, they went and talked to some satanic groups and been like, come on, guys, fess up. And they're like, nah, it's, no, we'll never fess up. If we, were, if we were to do it, we certainly wouldn't use that part of the cow. We'd use a different part of the cow. <laughs> what you, part of the cow would they use? I can't remember what it was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it's still happening. People are still worried about cow mutilations. Uh, yeah. I feel like what we've learned about mutilations though is that sometimes things can look surgical. It's just, they've been fully munched. Well, so they did some tests, uh, on, <coughs> on cattle where they just left them out after death for 48 hours. Yeah. In a field. Let's just see how this all plays out. Yeah. Basically one thing that happens is when it, bl- and sorry, this gets a little bit gross. Yeah. I love it. Go on. <laughs> When it bloats yep. after death, it starts to tear around the thin parts of its skin, like under the pits and stuff. Yeah. And then when it deflates, deflates, that looks like a really precise cut because right. it's a you know it's a, it's a split. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> then what happens is all the the eyes, the tongue, the dingus, they either retract into the body yeah. as it all dries up. Or they just get eaten by mm. blowflies. Birds. Um, birds. Maggots that are famously uh, good at cleaning wounds. They get in there and get rid of all the dead flesh. Yeah, especially uh, all the soft flesh. Yeah, yeah all, the, all, the, all the good shit that's rotting. Yeah. Uh, and then someone comes along and says, what the hell's going on here? Mm. Surgical cuts. The one thing they couldn't explain, mm. lack of blood. Uh, a lot of these cases, there's no blood around. Don't the maggots eat blood as well? I don't or are they like, oh, I don't like the red bits. Can I have this cooked a little bit longer? Well, well if something dies naturally. On the ground, I mean. Yeah. If something dies naturally and sits there and bloats. Yeah, and there's then, not going to be a lot And of- then splits and everything. There's not going to, all the blood's going to be coagulated and black and in the bottom of it. It's not going to leak out everywhere. That's what, yeah, they said as well in a lot of yeah. the cases. Um, and even if the blood come out, wouldn't it just soak into the soil? Well, like, nah, blood will. Back to nature? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Bloody chupacabra come along and suck it up. Yeah, chupacabra was a potential. When they say there's no blood, do they just mean there's not blood everywhere? <laughs> I think so, yeah. They, if- they assume if a cow's been here slaughtered, mm. there's yeah. going to be fucking blood everywhere. There's splits everywhere, there's organs missing. Where yeah. the hell is all this blood? Cows if, are full of blood. Yeah, but if a cow's just died and everything's coagulated yeah. and yeah, it's split no up a blood. bit and then some things have had a munch, there's not going to be blood everywhere. No. no. There's still blood in the cow, though. There's no, they're not looking at the cows and they're like, this one's drained. Um, weirdly enough, though, when they were watching it and they were seeing it happen, UFOs started appearing as well, just naturally occurring, drawn to the cow. They weren't responsible, but they were drawn to it, to the cow. Is that true? <laughs> of course it's not true. Is that true, Robbo? Oh, you nearly fooled me. Uh, no. Nah. Um, is this April Fool's? It is not April Fool's. Oh. Silly season. Yeah. It was a Christmas joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's that's the cow stuff, the mutilated cows, unless you guys have more on that. I don't have a mutilated cow. I do have a cow abduction. Oh, yeah. 
I think I have the first cow abduction <laughs> from April 23, 1897. As reported in uh, everyone's favourite newspaper, the Yates Centre Farmer's Advocate. Yep. Mm, good read. So it was reported that uh, it was April 19 and rancher Alexander Hamilton, not he of the uh, rap musical, uh, his son and also a hired man. Hang on. Sorry, can I interrupt? Mm. Hamilton the musical. Mm. That's a rap musical? Yeah. Okay. You, did you not know that? No. You're so uncultured, Robbo. Anyway. I didn't know either. <laughs> I knew it was quite funky. Yeah, I didn't know it was a rat just, one. Just thought, oh, it's you know, quite urban. Away from yeah. the... F- <laughs> <laughs> now, we, now, like, Salty just sounds more racist than he already is. Uh, <laughs> so these blokes, uh, they were out down the corral. Yeah. And they saw a, a giant cigar UFO. Uh, in a carriage beneath the giant cigar were six of the strangest beings that Hamilton had ever seen. Just then, the the three blokes heard a calf bawling and noticed that uh, from the UFO, they had uh, dropped a rope with which they had lassoed a cow. Right. So cl- they a do- rope? Like an actual rope? <laughs> they do. They have intergalactic travelling technology, <clears throat> but they were yet to develop uh, any sort of... Uh, tractor beam. Tractor beam. <laughs> <laughs> Just hitch it up. Yeah. Enough pulleys, you can move anything. Get the rope, Macca. Oh... I left it back at bloody Alpha Centre. Right? I didn't think we'd need it. So, um, yeah, they, they had a rope around its neck and they were lifting the cow up. Did was someone just using a blimp to rustle cattle? Yeah. Because blimps were around then. Oh, also, apparently... Crazy old, like, wild, wild, wild west guy. Yeah. Know, big mechanical spider. <laughs> doing his bloody either dirigible <laughs> thing to fucking get his cows. It's a steampunk situation. Yeah. So it doesn't say... There's no mention of a wire up until this point of the story. But uh, the blokes tried to get the rope off the cow and having failed to do that, they cut a wire loose at which point the ship and the cow all rose slowly into the air and disappeared so off it, into the distance. It was a balloon that was anchored to the ground with tethered. a cable. Yes. <laughs> so, so this is like the... If they followed the logical someone stealing cattle with a, a blimp, that's a way better story mm. than... The UFO. Because the UFO doesn't exist. This is what actually happened. Yeah. So the next day, they went out looking for the cow. It's like, why? It's gone. <laughs> and the neighbour had found it all chopped up in his uh, pasture. Oh. But there were no tracks. So we just pushed yeah, it out of the bloody blood. They came in via a balloon. Yeah. yeah. We saw what happened. Uh, his statement, Hamilton's statement to the newspaper, he, that was followed up by an affidavit. Signed by a dozen prominent citizens who swore that for truth and veracity, we, we have never heard Alexander Hamilton's word questioned. You know how sometimes we say, like, you know, back in the day, people weren't stupid. They could assume things. They could work things out. Mm. This bloke's just disproven a lot of that. Well, here's the kicker. This, was, uh, this story went around a bit. Mm. And then it was sort of rediscovered in the 60s by ufologists. In 1976, an elderly woman came forward to say that shortly before he'd gone to the paper, she'd overheard him telling his wife that he'd cooked up a delightful concoction. And it turned out that Alexander Hamilton was part of a local liars club where they would... (laughs) (laughs) Can we form one of these? (laughs) They would compete to come up with the tallest tales. Oh, he wins. And he did win. Apparently the liars club uh, wrapped up. Shortly thereafter, because he did. They're like, just, no be- lie can beat that. He'd come yeah. up with the ultimate lie. Until 9 11. Yeah. Um, That's funny. That reminds me like that reminds uh, me of a thing in a Mike Mignola comic about a bunch of old blokes that just get around a table and tell like tall tales. Or that's what he based it on. The um, She came out, what did you say, in the 70s? Yeah. So, so she would have been, if she was, say, 20 when this happened, mm. she would have been 100 years old. Yeah. She's come out. Yeah, she has come out. Full 70 years after it happened. Are we suspecting that she is part of a local liar's club? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to trump this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Just bide my time. Ah, there you go. So, yeah, the first cow abduction. I like it. Good good pickup. I didn't, I didn't mm. come across that. Uh, all right, is that all on cow abductions? I think so. I mean, I think the idea with 
the cow mutilations is they're supposed to abduct them first, right? Aren't they doing their mutilations on ship? I think so. Yeah. And a lot of them say there's no tracks around. Mm. Um, there's tracks nearby. There's no tracks around them immediately. What's that bird again? <laughs> uh, do we want to take a break or do we want to keep on going? Yeah, let's take a little break. All right. Oh, hang on. What do you think about cow mutilations? What's happened? I think cows have just died. Yeah, cows. sometimes cows die. When the sooner we can accept that, the mm. sooner we can move on. And when it happens to a lot of cows, sometimes a lot of cows just die. Mm. Yeah, like if, if cows are dropping dead, often there's a reason. Yeah, disease, there's something wrong in the, with the farm. Farmer's just negligent, not feeding his cows. Farmer's in denial. Yeah, yeah I feel like you might have hit the nail on the head with that last one, Salty. Mm. And that's the, also the one where they're like, what other reasons could there be for all my dead cows? <laughs> Certainly no one need look into how uh, full their stomachs were. <laughs> Cows, cows. Do you guys remember Cows with Guns? Yeah, yeah. that was great. Gets trotted out on radio every now and again. I hear um, it at least once or twice a year. Yeah, right. You know what was great? A great double banger on 3GG. Mm. Cows with Guns and Star Trek. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Star Trek is a good one to put on while you're watching TV, particularly a soap opera where there's a lot of people coming and going. Yeah, a lot of talking. A lot of yeah. talking and you, the different voices. I used to do that when we were kids. Great. It's pretty good. I'm going to try and get Star Trek on my 2020 most played Spotify songs. <laughs> you can try to manipulate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all got our 2019 most played. You guys both got Cloud Bustin'. Yeah. Thanks to Orgone. Yeah. I didn't. I, I didn't. I also had the Sunny Cowgirls, yep. uh, cutting up BNS style. Thanks to Salty to introducing me to that song. All right. It's a great song. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't think any crossover between the three. Uh, no. My no. top song was uh, No Easy Way Out from Rocky Four. Good. I must need to pump myself up quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah, mine was also a pump-up song. <laughs> uh, sort of getting through that morning commute. Yeah, mine's a pump-up song. Beyonce Countdown. Fucking mm. getting charged up. Who's the artist of the year? Uh, Jai Paul. Don't know who that is. They might be giants. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird one. I want to saw him. Oh, okay. It makes sense. Mine was Iron Maiden. Mine's been Iron Maiden for the last three or five years. I think this might be the first year that Slayer haven't popped up. Right. Which is a little bit of a letdown. I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. I feel like I let Slayer down. I think my last five years, Tops Artists have been Iron Maiden, Iron Maiden, uh, Faith No More, Iron Maiden, and... Shit, I can't remember the other one. Iron Maiden? No. Mm. Well, boys, it's no, been so great much. chewing the cud with you. <laughs> But uh, we really do need to get back to talking about cows. Let's get a move on. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect silly season transition. Uh, uh, I came up with a real conspiracy. Okay. Uh, I found this, firstly, I did find this initially on the PETA website. Let's, let's wrap this up quickly, though, because Robbo's got to hoof it out of here. Uh, but I did also find it on real websites, um, which is that milk is, like, massively over-promoted. Mm. Uh, and has been for like decades, especially considering that according to Peter, 60% and according to like maybe some slightly less uh, cooked sources, like easily 30% of people can't drink milk in America, mm. maybe in the world. I know, I think, no, another, like outside of America there, like in Asia, milk is drunk a lot less, right? Yeah. So maybe Peter's onto something if 60% mm. in the world can't drink it. So it's kind of, yeah, the, the dairy intolerance that, as we kind of grow, we don't need milk anymore. Yeah. We get our mother's milk mm. and then our mother's milk becomes something else. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so apparently after the... Uh, also, I watched uh, I watched a video explaining all this on the box <laughs> and they put like... <laughs> this oh, must have been made around like the time Serial came out because yeah. Yeah. it had like that Serial style music behind it. Ooh. And I was like, at first I was like, this, does, this is making it seem a bit too sinister. And I was like, you know what? Cereal does go well with milk. Um, anyway. <laughs> I remember a while ago there was a thing. Maybe it was a show or there was a 
uh, fucking YouTube video or something that was like, if you, once you watch this, you'll never drink milk again. And people were going on about how milk is like 70% pus and there's all this gross shit in milk that yeah, like so, makes up what milk is. So that's just the, um, oh, I can't remember the name of it. There's just there's natural like gross stuff that comes in milk. So yeah. when they say permeate, yeah. so they, I think they basically get this, this permeate, separate it from the milk mm. and then add it back into all milk to kind of make it even or something, make it more stable. Right. I don't know. I can't remember the details. Don't at me milk industry. Yeah. Um, Especially don't add us in a minute because we're about to completely demolish you. <laughs> and then when they say something's permeate free, it's mm. it sands all it's that. that, that stuff. Yeah. Right. Because I remember reading that and then hearing about the video and I didn't watch it. And I was just like, I don't care. I'm still going to drink milk. Mm. Do I, you drink milk? Are you a milk drinker? I don't drink like straight milk mm. often. Look how weak your bones are. Mm. I have milk in coffee. Yep. If I, I don't have cereal that often, but if I do, I have milk. Mm-hmm. I like a bloody iced coffee. I like oh, a chalky yeah. milk. South, South Australia. There you go. A little chalky milk with your frog cake. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I will drink a, a little bit of like a glass of milk now and then. If okay. I, if, glass of cold milk. A little milky boy over the here. fancy takes me. Mm. Maybe once a year I'll drink some straight milk. Yeah, okay. I'm not a milkman. No. Uh, Emma Emma drinks milk, but I don't. Oh, she has it when coffee and stuff. But I was thinking about it the other day because I, I had a little bit of an upset tummy, mm-hmm. and I couldn't work out what it was. And then I got we'd gotten a good deal on ice creams from uh, Cheaper by Miles here yeah. in Footscray. And how, I had, how good a deal was it? Oh. Was it a deal that was too good to be true, Robbo? You heard of Gelato Messina, the most yeah, famous yeah. fancy gelato place in Australia? Yeah. They did a line of drumsticks with uh, the bloody drumstick brand. Was These are the P- drumsticks you can't get anywhere else. Yeah. Because it's a discontinued product. Yeah. Good till May 2020. Okay. Just yeah. before. Just really failed in the marketing. Yeah, I think is so. Is it but good till might- May 2020 or is it good till May 20 and then there's a bit of Ray Miles's... <laughs> uh, what's his name? I think it's Ray Miles. Yeah, a bit of Ray Miles's handwriting on the box. Um, no, the I, I think one of them didn't sell that well That's in particular. Grant Miles. Yeah, one of them didn't sell that well in particular. Uh, and so they're actually by Miles for a box, 16 for $8, yeah. 50 cents each. It's criminal. They're just giving it away. Yeah. So you've just fucking jammed your guts with lactose. So I had, I had three, like one eat three days in a row... And then I was like, what the f- oh. And then I was trying to trace it back to it. And like my diet was pretty much my usual diet. And I was like, wait a minute. It's bloody. Grant Miles, you fucking got me, didn't you? Bloody off ice creams. <laughs> I still got them. Like I still want to have one every now and then. They're 50 cents each and they're delicious. Yeah. Anyway, that's <laughs> the point of the story, cheap by Miles. The deals are unbelievable. Cheap by Miles. <laughs> Footscray and Flemington. So, but, are you a milkman, Cam? Uh, I'll drink iced coffee. I'll drink milk in my coffee, but I don't drink straight milk. Yeah. Not a madman. And I'll eat cheese and things. Mm, I eat cheese. I'll eat every, any dairy product, really. I just don't go in for straight milk. Mm. Anyway, tell us what Pitta did. But, well, no, actually, I remember when they first brought out, like, the permeate-free milk, they're like, our milk's permeate-free, not like that other horrible milk. Mm. It's like, no, it's just the same milk we've been drinking forever. It's not like you've, like, come up with something special by making it permeate-free. Mm. And then I think even some of the ones that were permeate free, they still had some permeate in them. Mm. It was just reduced. Right. Anyway. It's like the whole A2 thing, right? People no, like, A2 is a completely different process. People were like, but people were like, oh, A2 milk, got to get it. It's got A2 in it. It's like well, all milk has A2 in it. This just doesn't have A1 in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's all A2. <laughs> it's like if you brought out a product and you put a little sticker on it that said not poisonous. Yeah. Just put it next to all the other products that didn't have that sticker. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, Good milk chat, everyone. Cam, let's, let's ruin milk for everyone. <laughs> so apparently, uh, like during the war, there was like a big, one of the things they'd send our boys off with is, is milk, and like condensed milk and powdered milk and stuff. So there was a big demand for it mm. that uh, then no longer needed to be met after the war. Mm. Uh, except all of the people who were producing these products were like, kind of still want to keep making money. Mm. So they... Basically, governments have been lobbied for the last 70 years to really push milk. Yeah. And that's why, like, schools, like in the US, it's like a mandatory thing that schools provide milk to every student, even though they absolutely don't need it. We had flavoured milk every day at school, I think 50 cents maybe, and that was huge. They like, bought out lime flavour once, but school just went mad for it. 
stuff like the Got Milk yep. uh, ads, which like, you know, the the way they position it is the milk is like a standard mandatory necessary product, right? Mm. You've got to have you milk. You have to have milk. You For have your to bones have milk. and your, your teeth. Your bones and, and everything. It's like, so why do they need to market something that's supposedly necessary so heavily because it's not actually necessary at all? Hmm. And in fact, might not be that great for you all the time. Isn't that also kind of related to what we're also going to talk about where meat, like meat and milk and dairy and farming is like that big industrial farming is so heavily subsidized and then the economy relies on it so much that transitioning away from it is just such a nightmare for global economies to like, how do we do that now? And I guess corn is tied into that as well in the US where it's like, so many people rely on all this this, this system that we can't mm. get away from it. I think it's also one of these things where, mm-hmm. like, especially with milk, uh, I, th- I would say from what it, what it looked like, like basically every politician is bought off by the milk industry, the dairy industry. And it's like it's one of those things where you can be bought off by it and there's no moral consequence to that, mm. to being in the pocket of big milk. Because you're just doing it for the farmers. Yeah. Mm. And it's like milk's fine. Yeah, it's not... It's not always fine. Um, let's talk about dairy then. That's what I reckon. No, no, not dairy. We're just talking about dairy. Beef. Beef. Let's talk about, about beef. beef. Delicious. Um, so I had a. I bought some Beyond burgers the other day. Yeah, how were they? Bought them home and cooked them up. Are they the ones that bleed? Yeah, they're not. I don't think they bleed as much as the Impossible Burger. All right. Um, but they do have, I think, beetroot in them to to give a. Like, a bit of blood. Yeah. I mean, isn't this supposed to be maybe that comes the, out pink? Maybe in the, in the Impossible Burger, there's like hemoglobin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they put in the thing that bleeds. So, um, yeah, came 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 home, cooked Which them up. We know that's fine. We got someone messaged us because last time we talked about this, we were like, why do why does it need to be like real meat? It's like apparently it's nice. Yeah. And oh, it's because I, I had a bit of a rant, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why does that look like meat if you don't want to eat meat? And it's oh. so, someone that's, well, I think we're eating less meat, but I like a burger. Yeah. Let's, let's give it a go. I was convinced. And man, it was yummy. Like, yeah. yummier than a patty that I made myself. Really yummy. I had a Rebel Whopper. Oh, yeah, same thing. Just tastes like a veggie burger. Yeah, okay. That's not very fun. Like, that doesn't use a Beyond or an Impossible, though, does it? Don't know. Is, it, is that like a bit, just a bit? It doesn't taste like a veggie burger, veggie burger, but it doesn't taste exactly like meat, like the ads would make you believe. Yeah, yeah. So I had the grill, no, the Lord of the Fries version of the Beyond, mm. and I think they might have improved Beyond since then. Yeah. But it was the same experience as like mm. the regular Lord of the Fries burger, which is vegan anyway. It's just as delicious, even not more delicious. Mm. Um, or I'd rather just have a veggie burger and a halloumi yeah. or something. Um, but no, I had a really good experience with the, the newer Beyond. Mm. Tasty as expensive, not cheap. Mm. Anyway, Cam, tell us about bloody Hungry Jacks. There were a lot of conspiracy theories on R slash conspiracy about the Burger King veggie burgers. Or Hungry Jacks. Or Hungry Jacks, as they're known here. Their veggie burger or this Rebel Whopper? So in the US, I think they use either Beyond or Impossible exclusively right. for that, whereas in Australia, they don't. Right. Um, I don't think they really make enough for Australia. So I think Australia is just a straight vegetarian patty. Yeah, they've like they've got the proper meat substitute, mm. uh, and there were different conspiracies about the about these burgers. Uh, firstly, I think it would beyond maybe their headquarters was next to a, like a Planned Parenthood uh, <laughs> office, and they're like, oh, how convenient! It's like, mm. and and in the conspiracy world, we know next door is probably four blocks away. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but there was also the conspiracy that uh. Uh, well, firstly, <laughs> this is to transition us away from, you know, a meat, from eating meat, mm. to eating vegetables. This is how they get us eating veg- our veggies. Oh. Five plus a day didn't work. They yeah. they tried seven, worked even less. Uh, which was weird because it's like, yeah, this sort of is what they're... Yeah. They're like, this is to transition you away from eating meat all the time. Yeah. Having a meat alternative. Yeah. But then there were the people that were like, no... There was never meat in the burgers. <laughs> and this is to transition. This is like, you know, with full disclosure of UFOs, this is going to be like the burger version of that. Eventually, they're going to get us all liking the non-meat burger and then then finally they can disclose, oh, there was never meat. Would they do it like slowly 
so you you do it. You know how they're kind of shitty at the moment. Yeah. Not quite there yet. Next, you know, a couple of years they get a little bit better, and eventually it's just indistinguishable, indistinguishable from meat. And then they say it. Mm. Ah, we've done it all this time. Or do they just once it gets indistinguishable from indistinguishable? I oh know because we're saying that there's no meat. When it gets indistinguishable from meat, then they just they start putting the meat, meat in off. It. Yeah, yeah. Start, start yeah. putting humans in it. <laughs> yeah, they either they either get rid of the meat burgers and don't tell anyone, or they get rid of the veggie burgers and just use meat. Yeah, it's <laughs> still way cheaper. <laughs> All those subsidies I talked about. You no, know those fucking veggie burgers that taste just like meat. <laughs> sucked Fuck it. it. This meat sucked in. Industrial farming complex. So much cheaper. <laughs> um, and? That was about it. For, okay. the, for the veggie burgers. Oh, the only other burger-related conspiracy I came across on our conspiracy was the classic, uh, that like McDonald's has a company called 100% Beef or 100% Australian Beef. Right. So when they say their burgers are 100% Australian Beef, they're like, it's Just wink. a company name. Yeah. Is that true? No, it's not true. Okay. Well, firstly, it doesn't even make any sense on the face of it because we've got enough cows in Australia. Why would you be like, oh, well, let's add extra cost to... This whole process. And it, they get found out immediately. Yeah. And like if a, a legitimate, a mainstream news source found that out, that would be a big story. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm doing McDonald's PR now though, but I saw a, like you know, a McDonald's myth-busting thing. They're like, that's clearly not true because when it says 100% Australian beef, you'll notice there isn't a trademark sign there. So it's not like we're saying it's 100% Australian beef trademark, which we might do if, there was a company called that. It's, I mean, Donald's, it's because it's a secret. You're doing it secretly. Yeah. Plus, you don't have to trademark your business name. Well, you don't have to put trademark every time you use it. Mm. You don't yeah. always, like, they don't have McDonald's trademark every time they're at McDonald's. But also, it's like, you could just not have a company called 100% Australian beef. You could just say it is. Yeah. And it's like, if no. you got asked, just say it is. Yeah. No one's <laughs> checking that closely. <laughs> um,. So I found, uh, relating to the topic of veganism, mm-hmm. um, so there was a allegedly a talk uh, given in Sweden, I think it was. This is initially reported uh, in the Epoch Times. Uh, oh, yep. So you know that, what's the Epoch Times? It's the Falun Gong. Uh, yeah, it's either the Falun Gong or the Moonies. I think it's Falun Gong. Yeah. Um, and they have been doing a lot of, pro-Trump fake news over the last few years. Um, this talk is allegedly entitled um, Can You Imagine Eating Human Flesh? Uh, by Magnus Soderlund uh, from the Stockholm School of Economics. Um, no one's actually seen this. This was reported by the Epoch Times and then picked up by Fox News and a couple other places like Fox News level and and below. Fox mm. News is certainly the, the highest quality source. Uh, or people that picked it up. Allegedly, he um, argued for the breaking down of ancient taboos against desecrating the human corpse and eating of flesh. He refers to the taboos against it as conservative and discusses people's resistance to it as a problem that could overcome little by little, beginning with persuading people just to have a little taste. Yep, he's not wrong. Um, If they're dead already. The headlines went around saying, um, eating human flesh, solution to climate change. Uh, scientists suggest eating human meat to tackle climate change. This is in the London London Evening Standard. So I think what's happened, if this person said it at all, yeah, has said if the if the climate goes the way it is, we're going to have to eat each other, which we do not want. Yeah, and that's what's going to happen. Society's going to break down, and this is probably what's going to happen. Someone's going to take a little nibble out of someone else. Like, not so bad. I've got the taste. Yeah, I've got the hunger. I can't stop. So let's not get to that point. Yeah. He was not arguing for that point. No. But it's been picked up as no nuance in this argument. Let's just assume that. Anyway. So uh, and, and so that's the the environmentalists now. Now I just want us to eat human flesh. Um, and that's the agenda all along. They want to munch you. Satan. He's getting out and munching us. Anyway. That's what I got. You guys... You guys familiar with the Disney character Goofy? Yeah, the famous yeah. dog, I understand. Dog. Goofy, Goofy the dog. Dog, you say? No, he's a cow, because his girlfriend was Daisy, wasn't it? Daisy the duck. We'll get, we'll get to the, his girlfriend. Okay. I come across this thing about Goofy. 
And there was a thing a few years ago <laughs> that came out talking about how Goofy was actually not a dog, but a cow. I think I always knew that. First I've heard of it. It's not true. Right. Um, but well, it was... Well, yeah, well, I didn't, then I didn't always know it. He's a dog. But there's a, an article was posted... Uh, you know what he is? He's fucked. He's a fucked unit. Wow, what's a what's a- fucked up about it is that he has a dog as a pet. Yeah. Oh, you know, you've seen those... Have you seen those clips where it's like... a pet or a sub? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've seen those clips where like a dog gets adopted and the other dog starts looking after it. Yeah, but the other dog takes is it for walks by holding uh, its leash. Anthropomorphized human. Well, no, because this isn't real life. Yeah, it's cute. Look them up on YouTube; they're great. But I think it was 2012. An article was written that broke down all these reasons why um, Goofy was actually a cow, and apparently Goofy was based off of a rare breed of Scottish cattle. I can't remember what it was called, um, but Hereford. I don't know. <laughs> um, but apparently. The article went quite in depth and was later sort of debunked as being a bit of parody. But I think a lot of people dug deeper than they should have. Mm. <laughs> you know how people latch onto things and yeah. overthink. But yeah, there was a lot of things that people started talking about, like the political climate of the US in the 30s when Goofy made his debut and people just wouldn't fucking be able to handle it if he wasn't a good old product of the United States. So we can't, even though we based it on this cow from Scotland... We, we better bloody just not tell anyone that. Just so that, make him an American dog. <laughs> dog, the famously American animal. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, oh, Aberdeen Angus cattle is the type of breed. Wasn't Scrooge McDuck Scottish though? That doesn't hold up. Yeah. Even though I know it's made up. He made his wealth in America though. He's bloody... Capitalism. Yeah. Yeah, true. Um, what did Goofy do? He's probably a socialist. He's an idiot. He was just an idiot. Socialist. There you go. Um, it actually breaks down somewhere. Goofy's uh, the first description of Goofy, which was a little bit problematic. Oh, in the thirties. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one, yeah, one of the other things that people point to is that Disney relationships are usually same species: Mickey and Minnie, mm-hmm. Donald and Daisy, mm-hmm. Goofy and Clarabelle the cow. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's why I always thought he was a cow. Yeah, because his girlfriend was a cow. And, you know, in Disney, it's no, none of this interracial stuff. Yeah, I'll say, though, that they're clearly not the same species like, to, to look at. Because Goofy looks like a dog. Yeah, <laughs> and Clarabelle looks like a cow. Um, but it went on to break down. There is a lot of interspecies couples in Disney. Okay. Which I don't remember. Let's go. Let's hear them. Uh, ben Alligator. For instance, Wu's mm-hmm. Hyacinth Hippo in Fantasia. Yep. Crocodile and Hippo mm. never work. No. They, they do not get on. No, famously. But then opposite the tract, yeah, they left to look at you and me, Robbo. It's like the bloody Romulans and the Capulets. The Romulans. The Romulans and the Capulets. <laughs> you, might have, you might have heard of <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. Ro- sorry, Romulan and Juliet. <laughs> Oh, God. It's like, I don't know if that was a slip up or whether he calculated that. I, I immediately thought, Romulus, I'm like, that's not right, but it's very funny. So <laughs> How are you going with your Star Trek watching? Uh, season three of TNG. Are there even Romulans in that? Yeah, the Romulans were in like season one. Right. Um, Causing trouble? Yeah, no doubt. They caused a lot of trouble. Uh, season yeah. three, season one and two, awful. Like two or three good episodes, very painful. Season three, loving it. Having a blast. Anyway. Nice. Um, who framed Roger Rabbit's wife was a human? Don't at me over that either. Over oh, one and no, two. No, at him. Uh, at the oh, shit out of him. God damn it. Yeah, at him. Say, Robbo, you, you hit the nail on the head. Yeah, thank you. Sorry, go on. Uh, Jessica Rabbit was a human. Yep. Married to a rabbit. Roger Rabbit. Wait, Jessica Rabbit. rabbit. Oh, Jessica Rabbit was a human, right? She was a cartoon yeah. human. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> married to a cartoon rabbit. Very attractive lady. Mm, mm. Um, and then a famous interracial couple. Yeah, are they? Is the yeah owned by Disney now? Yeah, Kermit and Miss Piggy. Oh uh, yeah, not really a Disney property at the time it was developed though. No, no. still though they that was kind of the other flagship. Mm. And so when Disney like who else are we going to get into a stable of of crimes against nature? And. Uh, Bimbo, Bimbo the dog. 
was the occasional love interest of Betty Boop. Oh, Betty Boop. There you go. There you go. Famous uh, Latin American style icon, Betty Boop. So, Goofy, a dog. What? <laughs> so in like Latin and South America, Betty Boop like is hugely popular as like a right. as like a symbol of things. I don't know what. It and Morrissey is. as well. Really? Yeah, two problematic symbols. I don't think Betty Boop's problematic, is she? Isn't she? I don't know. I don't know much about it. No, have we heard? She's her dating opinion? a dog, so I guess there's some. opinion someone. on Brexit? Mm, no, that's probably fair. for the best that no one's asked her. <laughs> that is fair. Morrissey's any indication? That is fair. So. Disney, someone from Disney had said that um, Goofy was created as a human character. Why are they getting it? Was this real or is this part of the story? Uh, this is just on, I think this is just part of Disney's greater uh, collection of literature on their characters. Yeah. Goofy was created as a human character as opposed to Pluto, who was a pet. Yeah. So mm. Pluto just looks like a dog because he's just a dog. <laughs> Goofy is also a dog, but he's also a human. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's a little bit weird. Very worrying. Um, yeah. I'd never heard this Goofy being a cow thing before. I like that you went completely to, to cows in the animated world mm. for this. It's good. Did you guys have any more cow conspiracies? No. I only had one more thing that I found when I looked up uh, cows and conspiracies, which was an article from Esquire last year about uh, Devin Nunes's uh, family cow farm. Mm. No, Devin Nunes, uh, some the, sort of politician, Trump administration. Yeah. Yep. Uh, apparently, there's so many of those characters come and go. He's he's the I think he's the one that he had the Nunes memo mm. about the FBI yeah, and yeah, bugging yeah. Uh, Trump's uh, yeah thing, which was all based on bullshit, but. Uh, Apparently, like, before Trump came in, he was, like, a fairly level-headed guy. He'd, like, spoken out against his fellow Republicans going in on conspiracy theories and things. And then when he ended up on the Trump transition team, he just sort of, oh, let's go all in, mm. being it in that case. But uh, his family have always had, like, a dairy farm out in California. And this journal noticed that uh, they'd moved their farm to Iowa it was never mentioned anywhere. Mm. Uh, there was like even in when Devin Nunes was in Iowa, like in the seat that his family's farm was in, campaigning with uh, Stephen King or Steve King, who later went full Nazi. Mm. Uh, there was never any mention of the fact that uh, his family's farm was like just down the road, and like even after it was moved, like some literature would still refer to like how he'd come from like this dairy farm in California. No mention of the fact that he was in Iowa, they're in Iowa now. Oh. Anyway, and also Steve King, who, as I mentioned, sort of went full Nazi. I think at this stage was still like quite hardcore right wing, mm. especially in immigration. And the reason that they didn't mention that this farm had moved to Iowa right in Steve King's electorate was because like every dairy farm in Iowa relies on undocumented labour, including the family of Devin Nunes, where it would be very problematic for it to be raised that uh, everyone working on their farm was an illegal you know, migrant. Mm. It would just be a bit awkward. Mm. It was a fun little conspiracy. And this guy like goes to, out to the town, which had just been in the news for... Uh, they tried to sue a blogger for saying the town smelled too bad. And they got slapped down uh, and he got like followed around by people who like didn't want him to be reporting on the fact that every single farm in Iowa uh, relies on undocumented labor. Has anyone mentioned the whole dairy farm, Stephen King dairy thing? No. Might be something in that. Maybe. This isn't Steve King, the Nazi politician is not Stephen King, the author though. So? It all seems a bit sus to me. I don't know what the Stephen King Dairy... Dairy is the town that Stephen King's shit takes place in. Oh, okay. I didn't know that was the name of the town. Actually, just before we wrap it up, I have a dairy-related conspiracy of my own. Dairy or dairy? Dairy from my youth. Okay. When I was a a little... Well, I'm not Robbo. Uh, When I was a little kid, 
uh, we lived in like down the road from uh, the Bonlac Dairy. Mm. Not a, a milk bar, but a proper milk production facility, Robbo. And uh, okay, Killer Clown. No, for some, no, there was no Killer Clown there. For some that reason, we know of. For some reason, I developed this theory that they were the car could fix itself. No, that didn't happen in Dairy. Uh, my theory was that the Bonlac Milk Company he just casually slammed you down on Stephen King trivia right there. The Bonlac Dairy Company, I think, were collecting like land and putting it in the ocean to make more land. Yeah, reclaiming land. That's how a lot of cities and, are built. And so they'd like make islands with all of the, the land from the farm hmm. and then they'd have the this land. Anyway, this is... Did they dig up some dead pets by mistake uh, and they was, reanimated? That was also not in dairy. Uh, anyway, <laughs> that was... dumbass. That was my five-year-old... <laughs> Dairy conspiracy theory. It's not a conspiracy. It's just land reclamation. Yeah, but it wasn't happening. What do you mean it wasn't happening? It wasn't happening. You know, they weren't. They weren't creating new islands. A dairy company. Why would they? They have no business digging up anything or creating anything. Maybe they need more land for Except their cows milk. to go on. Yeah, more pasture room. You don't put cows out in the ocean. I'm lost. I'm not saying it was a good conspiracy theory. I was five years old. I just remembered it. Maybe they were growing Tommyknockers. Uh, that also didn't happen in Derry, but Pennywise does make a brief appearance. And in Tommyknockers. Okay, right. There you go. All right, well, a little bit of a confusing end to the show. <laughs> I don't really know what happened, uh, but it was a good one nonetheless. Well, I think he might have got bit by a bat, mate, in a cave. If I've had a long-standing dairy-related <laughs> conspiracy, I feel like it's, this is the time to share it. That's fair. Uh, all right. Well, sorry that as a five-year-old I wasn't making a lot of sense. Uh, yeah, you should be. You bloody should be. Uh, if people want to find us online, they can do so. Twitter.com/slash/hypothepod. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're on iTunes and Spotify. Robbo, where can they find you, mate? You can find me at Isle of a Time. Uh, Isle of a Time .com. I've got some. Good podcast going up uh, on goodbeerhunting.com if you have any interested in Australian beer history. Uh, we're doing a live show for Ale of a Time soon, December 17. There's going to be 10 bucks and you get some beers and some hangs. But you have to listen to the podcast. Uh, you can come in with earplugs. All right. Salty? Don't come in with earplugs, though. It'd be rude. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's got a bit dark and overcast. Must mm. be because I'm all gloomy and epic. Yeah. Uh, you can get me at Solmarsh on Twitter and Instagram, at Solmarsh Illustration on Facebook. Check out Tohara on Patreon. We've just announced the track listing for the album that's sort of been culminating over the last year and a bit on Patreon for Tohara. How many oh. tracks? 12 tracks. It's good, good length. Out of how many songs? Oh, fucking 30 something. All right. So yeah. half of them were duds, were they? No, we just got people to vote. I thought they were all bangers. They are, but when you say to people, hey, vote, and the 12 of the most votes will be on the album. You don't put all 30 You on. can't vote for 30. Why don't you put a second album out? Maybe they're going to do them as secret tracks. Yeah, maybe we've got plans. All right, fine. Maybe we don't. Uh, you can find me at Sexenheimer on Twitter and also you can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash hypothepod. And thank you for our cooked $33 sponsored Tammy. Thanks, Tammy. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.